Well, here we are once again. It's uh, it's getting a little chilly out there, so it must be November, um, and we're leading up to uh, the holidays. And one of my favorite things about the holidays is the opportunity to reflect back on the season and um, particularly what we're we're thankful for. And today I have um, two guests on the IHC podcast. Um, we have Taryn and Jerrica who, um, oddly enough, were searching for adventure. And uh, hopefully you'll, you're here today that they found that adventure that they were looking for at IHC. But um, that will be their story to tell as we uh, take this journey together. So welcome, Taryn and Jerrica. Thank you for having us. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I uh, Going into last year, we, we listened to most of the podcast, so we knew kind of what to expect, but uh, never had any idea that we would be on here. So uh, it's an honor, Mark, to be here with such a celebrity just chatting <laughs> about camp. Uh, well, yeah, I appreciate that that, that shout out. Um, I definitely um, love to talk, and most people know that, but it's really that opportunity to have a conversation, share stories, um, so that people know who we are, <laughs> right? Um, and I think it's incredibly worthwhile. Um, our story, I guess, really starts, um, you know, unlike, you know, similar to others, but also completely different. You know, we found each other uh, during the global pandemic, uh, during some really tough times. Um, maybe you can start and just let people know how you how you did find, how did you stumble upon IHC? Um, and then everyone that was at camp this summer knows um, you made it. <laughs> so that's great. But Let's talk about that mining for staff. Like, well, you know, how did you connect with us? Yeah, so we we taught the last five years in Arizona, as you know, Mark, but um, we were just kind of yearning for something different, a little bit of like outdoor, more outdoor experiences. And we love to teach and mentor students. We just um, were looking for something different. And so that's when I started kind of looking at different options. I know I went on a field trip with some of my students to a, like a local camp in Arizona. And I was like, Taryn, we should, we should run a camp. No, not knowing anything about camp, never going to a camp ever other than like maybe a two or three day like camp trip with our school. So it was just kind of this like, Oh, what about camps? And then I started um, using Instagram, which is what I normally use to kind of explore different options. And I, came across this site called Occupation Wild. And from there, I was looking at different outdoor jobs. And then I saw the the ad for Camp IHC. And so when I clicked on the website and I was looking into that, specifically it was the outdoor adventure component of Camp IHC that kind of struck my attention. And I was really interested in, in looking at the different options of working with students outdoors. Yeah. And I, you know, as a physical educator by, by nature, when she came to me and was like, you could do this kind of stuff, but like outdoors. And we had been teaching from a computer. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to sign up for that. Um, and I was just looking, Mark, you'll love this. But um, like one year ago yesterday was when we signed with IHC. I was looking through my uh, kind of my journal, my diary. And I was like, oh, November 4th, that was signing day for us. So it's cool to be here, you know, just a year later and kind of have that full um that full, I guess, zoom out of it and see how the summer went and uh, just be able to kind of look back on some of the memories we made. So it's kind of funny just how it worked out for timing to be able to come back here a year later. That's amazing. It's almost, it's like fate that I, I didn't even recognize that, but I scheduled it for, t you know, today. And here we are on the anniversary of your, of your hiring. And, you know, when you both said that is like the being outdoors, um, teaching, 
um, being that virtual teacher, trying to connect with kids and shout out to everyone from, from IT to teachers to, you know, businesses that were able to adapt and, and do what they could on that virtual platform. But to be able to be in person, to be able to be outdoors and experience that, you know, Taryn, I remember in our conversation, you know, movement was a, a huge piece of that. And when you're on a screen, <laughs> you can tell them to move, but you're just not reading that, the body language, the encouragement, you modeling it looks differently. Um, so, you know, that must have been huge when you were at camp, that transfer of ideas to you know, and even teachers now, I, I can only imagine how excited they are to actually be able to take a gym class outside, to take a graphic design class, whatever it is, to go get pictures and move about the buildings and then interact and, and connect more closely. So, you know, here we are a year later and we're, we're heading in the right direction. So um, that's exciting news for us. Absolutely. So back to this, this story, um, here you are. And, and again, a fond memory of mine is, I don't know if most, most people know this, but you you also live in a a camper van like a, like a big you know kind of mobile home and so my first interview oddly enough was uh, with Jerrica right yes. and you were outside the van and I was just I was just like oh, this is so cool so here you are teachers you're 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 already kind of adventurers and then this connection to camp um I I think there's people out there like you like you know, you can almost like jump back for me. It's like, when did you decide just to live in a van? And then that almost ties into that seeking adventure and, and how that wild adventure makes sense for camp. So whose idea was it to live in the, in the camper? It was definitely mine initially. And we kind of threw, <laughs> so we live in a class CRV and my first option was to live in a van. And I was like, Taryn, let's live in a van. It'd be so cool. And he was like, no way. I'm not living in a van with you. <laughs> he didn't say it necessarily <laughs> like that. But then we were thrown around different options. We lived by a lake called Lake Pleasant. We're like, let's let's do a houseboat. We can live in a houseboat. But you legally can't really live on the water because you don't pay taxes, apparently. So that fell through. Gotcha. And then we found an RV. And from there, Taryn can kind of tell you a little bit about the process it took to renovate the bad boy. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it, Mark, just to start the whole story was um, after we got engaged and, and she was living in an apartment, I had a, a rental house with a bunch of guys. It was just kind of this idea that, you know, the idea of buying a house sounded like a really permanent uh, decision for us. And, and somewhere in us, we both kind of had this um, idea that, that maybe we weren't going to live in the same place for 30 years. Maybe we weren't going to get a mortgage. And um, I think that just... That with our generation, that might um, resonate with a lot of people who, who would find, you know, this podcast or Occupation Wild or anything like that to where it's like, oh, man, but there's so much out there to explore. And so um, that's where it all kind of started. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we had a summer full of uh, tearing it apart and kind of renovating the inside to make our own little <laughs> tiny home. And that's a whole whole different process in itself. But I would say it's all worth it. That's a whole podcast in itself. It is. You know, just about that we do a series of podcasts on Yeah, that. a series on that. Uh, but what it did for us as we look back on this last year was, um, you know, when the offer came to work at camp, we were super excited about it, but it made it, um, it's never easy to leave somewhere. Like we taught, we loved our schools. We love education. Like you said, shout out to educators that are, you know, ca- still carrying the torch um, in public schools, but um, it made it really a, a simple transition for us. We just unplugged, you know, <laughs> and started driving across the country. So that made it, um, that that adventure was actually accessible, you know, and we, we got to that once we got to camp. It kind of was 
um, just eye-opening, like, oh my goodness, this is this is what we've been looking for. So it was kind of a, a cool, awesome. a smooth transition with that. So would you say then, and again, I think for some people, what I always try and do in, in the interviews and we try and do at IHC is really not sell the camp experience, but um, orientate people to what it takes to be a staff member, um, you know, particularly with the adventure, you know, crew that comes out is like, being a rock climber, being a mountain biker, being a paddler, like what's your folly? What do you follow? What are you into? What, what are you becoming? And, and recognizing that um, we can have strengths and weaknesses. So I remember having conversations with both of you of, you know, um, and, and sort of setting up, you know, the scene and talking about it. And, and you did sign and you did come to camp and you were incredibly successful. But that, that coming to a new place, a new job, um, a job where you have skills, but you also need to learn skills. You know, everyone's that way when they come to Camp IHC, right? So how was that, you know, that process? Um, can you maybe even let people know what were some of the things that were, that helped you feel comfortable, helped you become, as, you, as we say, welcomed home versus, hey, welcome to orientation. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I will say when we were looking to apply initially, um, we really were big hikers. But like you said, there was a lot of like probably the tactical skills we, we, we still needed to to learn. And so we were nervous about that. But at the same time, I was like, Taryn, if they put me in the kitchen, I'm going to camp. <laughs> so we were kind of in that mentality where we knew where we wanted to try and challenge ourselves. Um, and Taryn can talk about those challenges a, a little later. But um, when we got, I mean, prior to even getting there, just the the amount of staff that reached out to us and were willing to meet us and to help train us or just kind of provide a little bit more adventure to make us feel a little bit more comfortable going in was really big for us. Yeah, and I'll just say, um, I think some of the, the things that made us successful uh, just off the bat were, like Jerrica said, we, we knew we were going to be at camp. Like, that wasn't a decision that we had to, like, wrestle with over the summer but um the other things that we just brought to it we just knew that if we brought a positive attitude and like we want to be here um that 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 would pay off for us and it it really did um the challenges they're all there because it's really difficult things that we need to learn members um, how much extra time are we going to spend on the ropes or how much extra time are we going to work on tying our knots how much time are we going to spend um, i think that you, Aranka, and Logan were incredibly patient with us as we started to learn. But then I saw that with the other um, in the pool getting better at swimming. Um, that's kind of on the staff member. So I think just coming in with that mentality that like the skills are going to be there, OPT, OAS members, uh, the skills are there. You guys are willing to teach them. But it was kind of on each of us as staff members. Um, the instructors are going to be super patient, but at some point, it's your job, like you, you get to own it. And it's such a beautiful thing to get all of these skills um, as part of a job. Like you don't, we didn't have to go out and pay to get CPR certified. That was part of what we had to do, but we had to bring the effort into it. So um, I think maybe just that, th those kind of things made us successful, but it was nice to, to have super patient people on the other side of it, walking us through it step-by-step step, um, to teach us yeah. those skills. You, you nailed that right on the head there is what I, and we and you were a part of that training facility is that you, you pay it forward, but that payment, you know, you have to be ready to receive it. 
it's that simple. If you're not ready to receive it, and that's what we try and help people understand through our podcasts, through our videos, through our, through our chats, through our interviews, is that we can teach you how to tie a knot. What we can't teach you is that that grit, that perseverance, that taking that initiative, that you know, workability, adaptability, those sort of things come with the person. And if you have those attributes and you bring them to camp, you will leave um, more experienced. <laughs> you'll have more networks and connections. You'll have relationships, you know, that last, you know, a lifetime and you're going to have experiences. And, and I think one of the things when people seek adventure, they're doing something that pushes them and they're, they're challenging them. And, and that's why I love the outdoors. I, I, I love playing tennis. I love swimming in a pool too, but there's something about hiking up a mountain. There's something about climbing a rock and getting shut down and bouldering. Now take that same skill and I know many, you know, you had experiences with kids. You took kids on trips. You know, you were part of our outdoor adventure, you know, program. You were our leadership. You know, are there some times or that you're comfortable sharing that that were almost like that you knew things were going to happen, but it, it just surprised you, or that little extra effort, that reward came back and just gave you that sense of like, oh my gosh, like she, he did that, and I got to be a part of that. I got to witness that, or that connection I never thought I was going to make with a group <laughs> happened. And, you know, like, so, you know, it's, it's almost giving me butterflies just talking about it because every summer there's a connection or something that happens that makes me want to come back and build those relationships and continue that process. So was there an experience, you know, was there an adventure like that for you this summer? I, I definitely have a bunch that come to mind. I'll try and share the, the time here with Jerrica. Um, but I'll say my very first trip, uh, is very memorable for me. Uh, I guess a quick backstory. Swimming is not my my strong point. Um, as I looked for challenges coming out of the the other profession we had coming to camp, I, was, I really wanted to be challenged. And I remember um, during lifeguard training, it's it's kind of cold outside. We're all standing by the yeah. pool. Everybody's really getting tired because we're three or four days in. Uh, Mark, and this is the way I remember it. But you kind of walked over. And you had the brick and you threw it in the deep end and it was kind of like, all right, go get it. Um, and I remember being exhausted <laughs> as I'm kicking and trying to get this brick off the bottom, you know, learning how to save somebody from the bottom. And I got out of the pool that day. Um, and as I was walking, you know, to warm up or whatever, I was, I was really thankful for that challenge. I was like, oh, this is what I was kind of looking for to shake things up in my life and, and to do something hard that I didn't know how to do. Fast forward three or four weeks on my first OPT trip, five hours away from camp up in the Dax, um, a place that I didn't even know existed off of Bluff Island, which is one of the most beautiful climbing spots in the world. Um, I'm in the water, kind of the same freezing water. And uh, we have the group of, um, let's see, IHC West on campers. You know, some of our oldest campers are up there and they want to do the the cliff jump, which is a huge part of everybody's summer. Um, Yeah, amazing, yeah. It's amazing. Um, and then my buddy Zach jumps off and he kind of hurts his collarbone a little bit. And I remember being in the water with him as he's going through this injury. And it was kind of just this really calm, like this is what we've been training for. And I think that that could have gone a couple of different ways, but I felt completely confident in, in what we had done through all pre-camp to get ready for that. Um, and I hate that it happened to Zach and he, he had to wear a sling for the rest of the summer. But at the same time, uh, he and I had this wonderful connection for the rest of the summer. Every time I got to see him, we talked about that jump that he made. Um, and then I was also prepared in the water, which was a cool thing for me. 
on that adventure to not be freaked out as we're, you know, a mile from any vehicle or medical attention and stuff like that. So uh, that, that's just to the training, but also to the adventure that was there. It was really cool. Yeah. Amazing. And Taryn, just to that point, so anyone that's listening, they're like, oh my God, you let kids jump off cliffs. Um, this was 100% a freak, you know, sort of injury that occurred. Uh, multiple kids jump. We jump there every year, just again, for clarification. This is something that we train for and, and we diligently do that. So if anyone's listening for the first time, we want you to know that this is a, there is a procedure and a mitigation of risk and Taryn, 100%, you did exactly what you needed to do um, when accidents happen. And, and I think that's part of the adventure. You know, we manage things, we prepare for things so that very bad things don't happen, right? We manage the scrapes, the bumps, the bruises. Um, we calm, we reassure, and, and, and we uh, calculate risk um, at IHC. And because we want campers to push their comfort zones. We want staff to push their comfort zones. And, and that's a great example of, of the adventure that you can find. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Got a follow-up to Jerica? Yeah, oh, go ahead. Oh, follow-up. There's I was just going to say, yes, yes. To, to that story, as <laughs> we'll, you said. We'll, yeah. we'll make sure there's time for Jerica. I might have forgot to say how much time we put into the safety, but it's also just the, one of the highest points. I got to lead that trip again and again, but uh, our students, our staff talk about that the ability to kind of face their fears and, and jump off that, you know, and face it in such a safe way. So I got to follow that up. It's, it's one of the best parts of the summer, for sure. Um, but for sure. Yeah, sorry. Go yeah, ahead, so <laughs> I almost was like, are we talking about challenges? Are we talking about? <laughs> no. So I think just from our very first week in the decks when we did our um, orientation trip, we were hiking, climbing, yep. swimming every, every day. And the connections that you make with just the staff that you're training with is, is so important, whether, um, you're climbing, whether you're making the dinner at night or helping each other put up tents. And I think from the beginning there, that was, I wouldn't say a challenge in a negative way, but it's like you're getting to know all of these different people and you're pushing each other when you are tired at the end of the day and they're like, all right, let's go climb one more, one more hike. Let's go do Panther Mountain or whatever it is. And you're just trying to like, like mentally tell yourself, like, I can do this. I can do this, but also encourage some other people who are with you to do it. I thought that was really cool and a, and a great bonding experience for the staff prior to taking out um, different hill camp students into the Adirondacks. So I thought that was really cool. And then the first week, we didn't end up going on trips because we have other planned events on camp. But I just remember coming back after my first trip and realizing like how much of a connection you can make with these kids in a three to four day span of time in a place that may challenge them or provide them some cool new experiences or just something that's fun for them. And I just remember coming back to camp and being excited to see those kids in the dining hall or out walking around on the bunk line. And I had a face and a name and it was just like a, a awesome bonding experience. So those specific things, there's so many different stories I think we can tell from the trips, whether we encourage the kids to get up the mountain or to climb for their first time or whatever it may be. But I think initially like my biggest takeaway was those relationships with the staff or with the specific um, campers we were taking and the ability to um, get to know them a little bit better. And then each time we went on a trip, we were with another trip leader. And I think that sometimes it was a challenge for me because I'm working with different staff that 
may be close to my age range or may not be. And so, um, but overall, there was a lot of really good trips for me where I was able to like really connect with a different staff member and kind of learn from them and then learn from me to lead these kids on an awesome trip. So that's my yeah. input there. Yeah. And Jerrica, exactly what you said there is what I've seen year after year after year. You have to come to camp ready to share, but also ready to learn right? Um, because of the fact that we're a wide range of ages, we're a, a wide range of culture and experiences from California, from the West Coast to the East Coast, from the North to the South, from Australia to the UK, from Mexico to Colombia. And people are just, we're raised differently, we're taught differently, um, we're still developing social skills. And, and particularly with this year after, you know, this is like we were all in person, but the year before, everyone, like you talked about, you're sitting there teaching virtually, right? And now people are getting back into that, you know, disconnect from that electronic. And we're in person, we're reading body language, we're, you know, having conversations and wondering, did that come across correct? <laughs> did they get that, you know? And um, I would say that both of you, um, including myself, we never stop learning that. We we circle back with people, we have conversations. and that's the sort of staff member that if you want an adventure, it's not just about the climbing. I love that you said that. It's the sitting around the campfire afterwards and, and you know, talking about the day and, and doing a, you know, a rose, uh, you know, and a thorn and, you know, and, and the highlights and, and then realizing like, and again, you know me, filling your day, right? If you're not, if you just want to do a four hour shift and eight hour shift, right? This is not the adventure <laughs> for you. And, and we'll make that very clear. Um, and I'm definitely one of those people, right, Taryn? I'm like, let's go get the break again. Let's swim a doc to doc. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, if I can do it, you can do it, right? But, but again, that's you know, it's not it's not meant to be forced. It's meant to be let's inspire each other. Let's have friendly competitions to make us be better versions of ourselves. And I, I definitely saw that in both of you that willingness to learn. And and I hope people that continue to come to IHC have that mindset, that growth mindset. Um, so with that, you know, to wh what were some growth points for both of you this summer, if you're, if you're comfortable sharing that, whether it's a physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's a mental, um, you know, where, where did you see, um, or did, did you pick up new skills that you're like, I'm going to continue down this path? Like, you know, for those saying like, you know, I came in with this mindset and I left with this. I think other than all of the skills that you <laughs> taught us, the climbing, the tying them out, those types of things, um, one of my biggest things is, um, and I don't, I wouldn't say I'm not patient because I, I am, I taught students, <laughs> um, but I think learning how to work with different range of people, like kind of how we just touched, there was sometimes like younger staff, for instance, they're great and they're so excited and they're, they're, they're just ready to do, but you kind of hold them to this expectation that's not fair or you're I don't necessarily know how to describe it but I was getting frustrated on things that I thought that they should be doing and maybe not communicating that to them and so that was something that I had to learn in the sense of I need to communicate to them in a way that they can learn so that we can be successful at our jobs and and I think that was the same the other way around where I may have should have been listening more to them 
instead of just thinking like, oh, we should do it this way because this is how I think it should be done. So, and there's just, there's so much that goes into the different trips. So if you've been on a trip, you know, it's just like, (laughs) you're taking care of kids, you're feeding them meals, you're taking them on adventures and you're trying to provide them the best experience and keep them safe all at the same time. So there's a lot, um, not only are you taking care of the the hill camp, the seventh and eighth graders or sixth and seventh and eighth graders, but you're, you're also mentoring I guess to me, since I'm an older staff member, <laughs> um, compared to our other trippers or other staff members, you're also trying to be that mentor to them as well. I think yeah. for me, um, it was a it was a very physical summer, um, and so I I grew a lot there. I remember one of the first um, days of orientation, Marky. It was like right after dinner. I mean, we. We had plenty of rest, but we were all real tired that day. And uh, you're like, all right, it's our evening activity. You're either going to hike, you're going to run, or you're going to go swimming or, or biking. Um, and it was just like, all right, everybody choose something. And I remember, like, oh, biking sounds cool. Hiking sounds something, like, I can do. And then it was like, uh, but what's going to push me the most? And, and that was a run. Um, and I thought it would be, like, a half-mile run, but I think that <laughs> – you took us on like a 4.3 mile or something through every trail we have. And, uh, you know, I remember the three of us that went with you, uh, just looking back on that, running through the mud, running through the forest. And it was just kind of eye-opening to me um, as to where I, I, although I've tried throughout my life to, to maintain like a, a healthy lifestyle, there, there's still ways to improve. You know, I'm just not a runner. I never was. Um, but now after the summer, um, it's this eye-opening thing. Maybe I should run some more. Maybe I should swim some more. You know, and it's just this um, this idea that that's where the, you know if that's where the challenge lay, the new challenge. That's where I'm gonna go. Um, so it's just helped me to have this mentality of like, um, camp is such a personal growth time. Um, to where you just get some time to kind of look at what you've been doing. And for me, it's just yes, I've I've done some things, but there's always something more that I could be doing better for myself. And and uh, trail running is one of those things that sticks out that um, I want to continue to get better at. Um, and I had another thought too, just you know, for for personal growth. Um, I remember how scary it was to come to camp, not because of the staff members uh, being unwelcoming. Everybody was so welcoming, but what scared me was this group of 700 new campers that I didn't know. Um, and make no mistake at IHC, yes, we're about adventure. Yes, we're about um, pushing ourselves as staff members. But our clients, the people we actually work for, are those 700 campers. And we have to make sure that, that what happens during those seven weeks um, is really about them. And, and coming into it, I just remember how scary it is to, to meet new teenage students. The, the young ones, they think just about anybody's cool. But as you get older, you're like, <laughs> I have to go put myself out there and start conversations with these campers. And as you build those relationships, it makes the camping trip more fun. It makes the campfire at the end of the camping trip where everybody shares what happened to their personal growth. It makes it mean more if those campers know who you are. So I just remember kind of those first couple of days in the dining hall, um, walking around and commenting on somebody's shoes or saying what's up to these guys and how scary that can be even as a 28-year-old man talking to these 13-year-olds, but just wanting to push myself and get to know them because I knew that that would, would mean the most for me and for them at the end of the summer. So just that was a huge step for me um, 
and and it was it all you know i would say it paid off i had a great day at the end of the summer just being able to say goodbye to some of those kids that you made friends with and um, that's that's going to stick with me as i look back on our first summer definitely yeah yeah and and i try and let people know is like if you're a first year staff member come in you do have to be that sort of you don't have to be this outgoing gregarious but you have to be willing to put yourself out there because the kids remember the young adults at camp they're the young adults and kids. They're kind of waiting for you to develop a rapport, develop this, um, you know, uh, reputation for being there and asking questions and being friendly. And then, but that takes time. That takes, I tell staff, I said, you just have to be willing to sort of be patient with these kids, encourage these kids, get over that speed bump, you know, because if the kids don't know you yet, they might sort of put up a wall. They might say, ah, oh, do we have to? Do we not want to? And, and you have to find that mindset. No, you get to, right? So we're going to do this. We're going to get after it. And then by the end of that period, whether you're playing ultimate Frisbee, doing the run swims, the bathons, you know, that I love, um, the campers do enjoy that, you know, but it comes with building that rapport and it takes the adult, you know, to make those steps. Don't let the kids come to you. You go find those kids. And and, and that's a hundred percent. And it doesn't matter how old you are. I'm nervous. And I've, I've been in camp for over 20 years. And I'm like, are these kids going to like me? This is, you know, like, right. So you kind of almost put that in the back of your head and say, I'm here for the adventure. And part of the adventure is not just climbing, it's meeting people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, what would this, I mean, look at this. I mean, we've already flown by. It's been like 30 minutes. And obviously, I know we could talk for hours and, and sit around campfires and, 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 and talk about our dreams and things like that. So if there's one thing you could say to that adventurer out there, that person who's uh, looking for something different, looking for something wild, um, is there something that you would tell that person? You know, uh, Jerrica, we can start with you if you want, or Taryn, wh whoever. I know Taryn sometimes, you know, <laughs> jumps in. I know. He, he just so good with words. He just knows. <laughs> He's great. You are too. You are too. Um, yeah, yeah. I would just say take the chance. Take the chance on Camp IHC. Whether you want to do outdoor adventure or just work with kids in general, um, there's going to be a challenge for you. And it's it might be scary at first, but it's going to help you grow. And um, what's life without that growth? Because I don't know, I, I could have stayed teaching and I still would have grown in teaching, but this, this is a whole new level of adventure that I never thought I'd have. So um, take a chance. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I would, I, mine, mine kind of goes maybe to somebody a, a little bit farther along that might not be in college, maybe in college, but um, I guess what, what I'd like to, what I take away from this is uh, we made this decision five years into a, an education career and, and we, we still consider ourselves educators. We're just summer educators now. Um, but I would just say that it's not not too late to you know push yourself to try something new. I think that we, um, whether we're 18, we're you know 28 or 38, we kind of talk ourselves into thinking we're locked into something forever. Um, and I'm like, I, I just I would encourage somebody to, that if you're if you're feeling like you'd like to to go try something new, um, you're going to get the best training at IHC that. Uh, from anywhere. I mean, you'll get what you need um, that'll just set you up for something else. And and I think that that's such a cool thing for us. We feel completely confident um, in a whole lot of different outdoor and, and, you know, indoor educational areas because of what we did at IHC. And it's not too late to kind of, um, to go try something new and kind of challenge yourself. So 
that'd be my suggestion. Amazing. Well, Taryn and Jerrica, thank you so much for taking the time to podcast with us today. I look forward to seeing you all again soon. Uh, I look forward to climbing with you and adventuring yes. with you. And uh, Taryn, I, I got the trail run here in Colorado. So when you come to visit, <laughs> I got a nice mountain for us to climb. So yeah, make sure you clear the driveway for maybe a 30 foot motorhome as well. And we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> you got it. You got it. Um, well, again, thanks for joining us um, on the IT podcast. For those listening, um, you know, check out uh, thebestsummerjobs.com. Listen to our other podcasts. And um, even if you don't come to us, you know, get yourself out there. Keep adventuring. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thank you.